0: Welcome, welcome to the 12-Sided Guys. We have Matt as Pine. Hi. Scott as Joff. That's me. Jordan as Ebby. Salutations. Sabrina as Nari. Hey there. And me, Paul, as the guy with easily three times more material than we will ever actually get to in the campaign. Seriously, my Google Docs is full of random documents that will never see the light of day. But it's all good because I love it. And we're glad you love it too. It might even be more than three times as much because we're probably going to wipe right now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, I bet you know someone else who would love it as well. So spread the word. Also, a five-star rating would be great, and it's oh so quick and easy. And of course, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash 12-sidedguys. That's one, 2 sided guys for some bonus content and even a little gift from us to you. Anyway, if you couldn't wait to dive back into Dr. Leo's painting once you found the Zantetsu sword, then this podcast is for you. It's the Crystal Codex, episode 51.
1: It lets you come, Madeline. So what you're saying is our next random save game, we're gonna be back in Dr. Leo's painting with the Zensetsu sword? (laughs) No. (laughs) We can only hope. No, I've got a great next random save
0: game for you guys. Okay. Welcome back, guys. Okay, last time we were together, um, our heroes had a very interesting and insightful conversation with the Lord of Swords, Laramie himself actually turns out he is some kind of a fiend. He is a devil or a demon of some kind. He appeared very powerful, but he was also trapped in this wall of crystal. After talking with him and kind of investigating things, our heroes were able to determine that sure enough, Balbarel, the Lady of Shields, guess what? The Lady of Shields was literally a large shield. That shield that's cracked on the ground, that is her. That is Balborel's body. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> she is literally just a flying shield, um, an angelic shield. Think like bad guy from a, like a monster you'd fight on like a Final Fantasy game. You know, oh, here's this weird shield that I fought, right? That's Balbarel. She literally is um, a shield. A celestial, if you will, but dead. Um, also behind Laramie. Joff and Ebi could see that there was a figure behind them, but Joff was the one who determined it was this kind of uh, Adonis, like rippling muscles, uh, six wings, stretched out um, figure of Iramil, also missing a left arm. Um, There were some other shenanigans that happened with uh, the discussion. At one point, um, Laramie talked about how a chunk of the essence of Iramil had disappeared 60 years ago. And in the middle of the conversation, it had come back there was some other discussion about how this crystal wall that they were stuck in was being neglected. Um, It was weakening out of neglect, out of just basically the crystals weren't carrying about this wall anymore. And as our heroes went down into the next layer of this dungeon, which is actually the crystal engine itself, they came into this room with these tiles uh, on the floor that were pulsating of colors red orange yellow green light blue dark blue purple and white in kind of this repeating diagonal line pattern uh, throughout this room and they could see at the far south end of the room this line of crystal clusters and pulsing electricity and energy and behind that there was the crystal engine itself As they were looking at the crystal engine, a face, a head appeared out of the floor made of crystal, this massive head. We're talking, I don't think I described it last time, but like 15 to 20 feet, massive head, um, began talking to them and revealed that it was in fact the essence of the crystals, the crystal engine, or as it said, soon to be all of Pavantis. And it was just doing what it was created to do, which was to save pavantis to proliferate crystals and to um keep the um inevitable at bay which it informed them was deep under the earth and as they were talking as our heroes were talking with this crystal entity this crystal we'll just call it the crystal engine for now it kept asking what they were there to do, and it, when it was determined that they wanted, that our heroes wanted the crystal engine to simmer down and stop spreading crystals so far and wide, um, it decided it needed to protect itself. And our players were told to roll initiative right now. So everyone, go ahead and roll initiative and let me know what you got. Alright, Pine got a 23.
2: Nari got a 7.
0: Joff got a 20.
3: And Ebby rolled a 3. <laughs> oh man. <laughs>
0: Magister Colbry rolled a 12, and the Crystal Engine rolled a 14. We are about to begin probably the toughest battle of the campaign so far. I say, and watch, this goes one round and it's over. All right. If
1: we've ever been in a monster's lair, I mean, a creature that is the personification of all things crystal in a room just decked out in fancy crystal tiles.
0: We're boned. <laughs> <laughs> At initiative 23, we have Pine. Go ahead, Pine. What are you going to do? Pine will yell to Colbry and he'll say,
1: Colbry, go let the Lord of Swords know that he may have a fight on his hand soon if we can deal with this. Ebby, use that magic hat of yours. And then, um... Pine is going to move forward to the crystal engine.
0: We'll call it the um, the crystal head. Okay, I'll move forward to the crystal head. Uh,
1: with my sword drawn, um, I will ready an attack for if it becomes aggressive to me. And then I, w- I will just... I've already said a couple things. I probably can't say anything else this
0: round, huh? You know what? This is an epic boss battle. Say what you will. Okay,
1: I'll say... You don't understand, life outside of this room, outside of the crystals is messy, yes, but it's beautiful in ways that you could never be on your own. And I'm trying to convince it to consider other life beyond itself. So maybe actually that's my, maybe that's my
0: action then. I'm trying to persuade it. So I don't have a ready to action. Let's make that a different role. Your persuasion, what was that? It was a 14. 14, and um, I don't think there's any way that you persuade this guy. Let's see. That one, that one, that one. It rolled a 19 on its um, resistance to your persuasion. Oh. Okay. It just has a hard time comprehending anything smaller than itself. Okay, that's my turn. It is going to take a legendary action and slam at you. Pine. Does a I can't believe this! I think this miss. Oh my goodness! Does a fourteen hit you? No, it doesn't. Yes. Okay. And now that brings us to Joff.
4: Joff is going to approach the crystal as well and stand uh, ten feet away from Mister Pine. Am I still engaged here on this corner? Yes, you are. Yep. I'll pull my sword out, but I'm gonna I'm gonna also try and say something. I don't know if anything's going to work. Joff will say, if you've never met any other living creatures before, you can't write us off without knowing anything about us. And we don't want to do the same to you. And that will be my turn.
1: Noble of you. Almost kingly.
4: (laughs) Okay. Did you want to make a roll of any kind? Um, maybe, maybe give Mr. Pine advantage on his roll. Okay. So, um, Pine, you can roll again.
0: You've got to beat, um, let's see. You've got to beat a
1: 23. Ooh, bring it on. Okay. That means I have to get a 17 or higher. I got a 22. (laughs) No. (laughs) So
0: close. (laughs) So close. All right, it now brings us to initiative 20 and we have a layer action. Bum, bum, bum. Um, It looks like, oh, actually this works out well. Um, Joff, why don't you go ahead and make a DC 15
4: dexterity saving throw? Plus four. Here we go. Joff got a 14 plus four to 18. Oh my gosh,
0: jeez. All right, um, so you take zero damage. Awesome. Yeah, okay. Uh, these crystals all uh, in the in the ground, they all start to a couple of them like erupt up out of the ground and out of the wall and they start to kind of glow and then they blast a beam of energy at you and you manage to dodge aside um, and you are not pelted by radiant energy. Okay, <laughs> that was legendary or that was layer action. Now it is the crystal head's turn. Here is what is going to happen. All right, guys, let's see what happens. This is going to be brutal. I think Joff is out of it if he wants to get everybody else. Suddenly, the head opens up its mouth in what? It should be a scream but no sound comes out but the crystal inside of the throat thrums and throbs and just boom this blast of radiant energy comes screaming out in a 60 foot cone let's see how far that actually gets oh yeah it's gonna get coal it's gonna get pine ebby nari and Colbry. Joff, you are not in the cone. I need everyone in that cone to make a difficulty 17 Constitution saving throw. Ebby, you get plus
1: four. I think you're the only one close enough to me. Okay. Okay. Uh, pine roll a 22.
3: Oh. Ebby got a 12 plus four is 16. Oh, so
2: close. Oh. I got a 20.
0: It looks like uh, Colbury got an 18. So the only person who failed, surprisingly, was Ebby, which means Ebi is going to take 35 radiant damage. Everyone else will take half. That's gonna be 17 damage. Oof.
1: Everybody spread out.
0: (laughs) Run away. But that is its action. And then as a bonus action, it is going to collapse in on itself and reappear up in the top, um, kind of the northwest corner of the room, farther away from the melee fighters. All right. Actually attached to the wall, basically. And now it is Colby's turn. Colby looks at you guys and says, I'll let the Lord Laramie know that he needs to get ready. And then he scoots out the door, out the stairs, and he is gone.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, okay, there goes Colby. That brings us now to another legendary action. Let's see, he is, uh, this face, this head is going to use a spell. A spell taking two legendary actions. I need everybody in a 30-foot cube. I need all four of you to make a wisdom save. Difficulty, 16. Ooh, everybody
1: but Nari gets that plus four.
2: Heck, well, Nari rolled a 13.
4: Oh, Pine got a 15. Abby got a 19. Um, Joff also got a 19. With a plus one, that's a pretty good roll. Oh my gosh. Okay, so um, it looks to me like... Um,
0: the crystals that are kind of in the ceiling on the walls, they start to thrum and throb and, um, pulsate. And, um, there is this kind of rhythmic pattern to them and Pine and Nari, you become enthralled and charmed by this hypnotic pattern. You are charmed. So you are incapacitated and you have a speed of zero. The spell ends if you take any damage or if someone uses their action to shake you awake. This is not the kind of thing you get to make a save again. This is now you have to get hurt or you have to um, have somebody shake you awake or it lasts a minute. Also, it's a concentration spell if that makes any difference for you guys. All right, Nari, you are standing there in a daze.
2: Damn, these crystals are vibing. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Abby, you are free to go and make your move. Okay, um, I am going to go ahead and kind of move over towards Nari and just give her a little gentle nudge. Is that can that be like an object interaction or does that require
2: Please don't objectify me, Abby. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> if some if someone uses an action to shake the creature out of its stupor, you actually have to
3: use your action to do it. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, yeah, let's let's do that. We'll do the action and be like, "Come on, Nari." Up and him. Let's get back to it. Wah.
1: Wah. <laughs> That's my shtick.
3: <laughs> With my bonus action, I'm gonna call forth the Lord Moshe Unicorn Totem Spirit. And let's let's put it back where I had been standing, which was kind of in the middle of the room. Perfect. Um hopefully that'll cover most of what will be our battlefield. Okay. And then the rest of my movement, let me see. I moved about 10 feet to get there. So let's go another 15, 20, 25, 30 and come up to the far side here. If it's okay with you, I don't really have any more actions left, but I would love to try and, you know, like mentally kind of call out to Lord Moshe and just say, Moshe, I could really use your guidance here. What are we supposed to do? Should we kill this thing? And that can be my turn.
0: As you call out to Lord Moshe, you kind of wait for a second to hear something, and you do hear something. You hear a voice, a voice you've heard many times before, the voice of Neum, and what that voice says is, my calculations were wrong. They were wrong. Pine. We are back up to the top of the initiative order, and it is your turn. I'm drooling on myself. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Well, no more legendary actions yet till uh, till its turn. So, uh, Joff at initiative 20 is your turn, and then we have the
4: layer action. All right. Joff will um, run over to Mr. Pine and kind of shake him on the shoulder and say, now's not the time to get to get in a stupor of thought. We got to take this creature on. And after shaking him, he's going to then ask for Squire's help. And he's going to summon forth the Bayard insignia shield. This is the the family crest that kind of floats around him, um, adding extra protection. Okay. I will move um, about 10 feet to Mr. Pine's left. Okay. right that brings us back to
0: the layer action okay ah within uh, range that's everybody okay I'm gonna roll a four-sided die and see number three one two three pine pine suddenly in your head or actually not in your head you you these crystals kind of pop up around you and they start twinkling and shining and kind of giving off this energy i need you to make a difficulty 15 wisdom saving throw are you sure you
1: don't want charisma
0: i'm <laughs> sure that it is wisdom oh, okay because i have a plus 11 to that uh it's only a nine i rolled a two okay so now what were you talking about getting advantage against being charmed
1: if it's trying to if it's trying to like take control and make me like its ally generally those effects have disadvantage if we're actively fighting but dominate person I don't know if it has that same thing
0: this is not dominate person this is beguiling whisper um, you are now well actually why to make it with advantage because you are definitely in combat
1: that's only an 11.
0: <laughs> okay you are charmed until initiative 20 of the next round. Okay, um, You will do your best to obey any command that um, this crystalline head makes, um, as long as it's not directly harmful to yourself. Okay. Okay. And that now brings us to the crystal head. As a bonus action, it is going to, again, crumble away, and it is going to reappear. Oh, right by Joff. Joff this crystalline head is now going to take some attacks at you. Well, let's see what happens.
4: The first swing, Uh, an 18. No, my AC is 19 with my insignia. Okay, Um, the second swing. There, I forgot to mention, there's like these crystalline
0: arms that um, I said at the end of the last episode that kind of came out and they were kind of making ready for battle. When um, when this head strikes you, it's like those arms kind of reach up out of the ground and smack at you. Um, so the second swing of the arm is going to be an uh, 21. That does hit. Okay, and that is going to be... That's only going to be uh, 12. I can take that. And then the head is going to slam down at you with a massive
1: headbutt. For <sighs> Twelve. More like it's being a massive butthead.
4: <laughs> then I'm going to have Squire half that uh, 12 damage down to six for me. Okay, but legendary actions have, um, have now um, uh, reset.
0: Let's see. Um, it is now... Colbry's turn. You have no idea where Colbri is. And it is now Nari's turn. Nari, you are awake and alert and no longer incapacitated by that hypnotic pattern. And this crystalline head is undamaged.
2: Huzzah! Okay. Um, Nari will run up near Pine. Will attack at this thing with her axe. Okay. Uh, so 18 to hit. That will hit. Uh, that does 16 damage.
0: Whoa! That's huge.
2: And then... 26 to hit. That will hit. Going to do 15 damage, and I'm going to go ahead and um, do my action surge. 10 to hit. That's a miss. And 12 to hit.
0: That's a miss as well.
2: Uh, And that is it.
0: Okay, those were some huge hits. Holy cow. Um, Nari, your turn is done. And now a big crystal fist comes slamming down towards you. Oh, Nari with a natural 20. That is going to be, actually, it's not too bad. That's going to be 16 damage.
2: Okay, and I am just going to reduce that using my stone's endurance because I'm not messing around. I'll reduce that down to 10 damage.
3: Okay, and that brings us now to... Ebby, I am going to cast Dardrill's eye at a level three. Oh, OK. We haven't seen Dardrill's eye for a while. It's been a while. So Ebby's <laughs> going to straight up kind of hold his hands off to the side of him and then Hedoken this Dardrill's eye fireball thing over there. Does it still kind of smell like cooking horse
1: flesh? Oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure.
3: <laughs> I rolled sweet garbage on the damage roll. It's 3d6 when it's at third level, um, but I only rolled a seven. Anyway, it's a DC16 dexterity save. Okay, so that is a it rolled a six
0: plus one is a seven. It is going to burn a legendary resistance and have that damage
3: anyway. There you go. Um, Yes, so that will be my action. Okay. And I'm going to also yell to everybody else and say, "Niam says it's off the rails. Time to kill this thing.
2: <laughs> well, if Neum says it's okay. Yeah,
3: just so that way there's no doubt. Uh, and that'll be it for my turn okay at the end of your turn um
0: you do hear a voice in your head the voice of neum and it seems to be frantically like calculating like you hear numbers and like no if i if i just if what if I, uh no carry the one yeah i did say carry the one sorry terrible um joke and the cosine and the tangent yeah yes oh that's why yes the
1: cosicant. <laughs> <laughs>
0: please excuse my dear aunt sally um yeah oh my order of operations was all wrong No. anyway you hear um you can hear him scrambling in the back of your brain trying to figure this stuff out um okay that brings us now to another legendary action joff
4: a fist comes slamming down at you for a 17. that also misses because my ac is 19 right now paul your d20 rolls are so low this is amazing it's the best thing ever.
2: <laughs> yeah, don't jinx us, guys. <laughs> I,
1: this, would, this would be the second the second round
0: that I've lost. So, Pine, you are you are up and ready to go. No, wait, did anybody? No, are you still hypnotically? Um, I am totally at this crystal creature's uh, beck and call. Oh, that's right. It gets to tell you what to do. You hear
1: a voice in your head say, "Protect me." All right. So Pine is going to then move around seeing that Nari has done the most damage and Pine is going to take two strikes with his officer saber
2: Pine how could you Pine Look into your heart <laughs>
1: <laughs> First it, it, it totally gets to me and I whiff big time with a 10 and then my second one is a 16
2: Oh that hits just barely
1: Oh really Uh-oh It's a uh, 9 damage and then because like I I am playing protecting, so I'm gonna go ahead and say, Field marshal, sir, I ask your aid, and throw out Kennig's S right behind Nari. That's an eighteen to hit for twelve force damage.
2: Ooh. Fine! No!
4: Ow.
3: Why do you have to be so honorable, Pine? Curse you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Okay. Uh, That brings us now to the last legendary action. And the crystalline head looks at you, Pine, realizes that your usefulness is about to end, and it's going to swing at you with a slam attack. How about a 22 to hit? That will hit, yeah. Okay. Not too bad. Just seven damage. Oh, man. Did you roll two ones on that damage? Uh, No, it's a D8. It's only a A D8. D8 plus five. However, I should let you guys know that I already rolled for it, and um, it did get its breath back. Oh. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Okay. Joff, you are up.
4: Joff is going to skirt around this creature. The fight has moved over into the corner of the room and it's getting a little claustrophobic. And so he's going to run around even further into the corner away from Nari and Pine and strike at this creature while he's running. A 16 to hit. That will barely hit, yes. Yes. 10 slashing damage and 14 precision for 24 damage. Nice. Nice. What in the world? When did you guys become so competent?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Did that sound incredibly mean? I'm so sorry. Yes. Yeah, Paul. Speak for
4: yourself. (laughs) Uh, 17 to hit with the Chakram. That hits. For five damage. Okay.
0: It is now initiative 20. Another layer action. Abby, crystals start to pop up around you and um, they start to kind of uh, kind of blast some energy in your direction. I need you to make a dexterity save difficulty 15.
3: Well, I don't like I don't like the sound of that. Ooh, rolled a 10. You take 15
0: radiant damage and you are glowing now. Um, it actually acts as like fairy fire and attacks against you for the next round until initiative 20 next round all have advantage
3: okay um quick question what what's the whole uh, Dardrill's eyes concentration do i need to roll uh constitution yeah you're gonna need to roll yeah yeah constitution uh difficulty 10
0: because uh it's only 15 damage
3: please be decent 18 okay
0: all right and that brings us back to the crystalline head okay It has its breath weapon back, and it has uh, the ability to hit Pine and Nari or Joff or Ebby. I think I know what it's going to do. It is going for Pine and Nari. Pine and Nari, I need you guys. This is the big, big hit. I need you guys to make uh, Constitution saves difficulty 17. Plus 4. 21. Holy cow.
2: 18.
0: Oh my gosh! That's huge damage. Fifty-two damage halved to twenty-six <gasps> per person.
1: Oh my goodness! That is so much.
2: That takes me out. Really? Yeah. I've had, I've taken a someone someone pine.
1: You know, I could have done Swordmaster's Fury on you, but I didn't.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. I can see you. I can hear your voice going, I've got to do the right thing. I'm going to, I, instead of the, the for sure damage, I'll just throw out Kenny's Zestock and hope for some, hope it'll miss. Yes. So um, as uh, after this blast of energy, this head again crumbles into the ground and then pops back up behind Ebby, far side of the room. Let me see. Let me make a roll real quick. It brings us back to Colbry's turn. And guess what? Colbry shows up at the top of the stairs and sees this massive crystal head literally at the bottom of the stairs. And he is going to let loose with his most powerful spell, which is a level four magic missile. I thought
1: you were going to say he pauses at the top of the stairs, sees it right there, and he goes right back up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out.
4: Peace. <laughs> I totally expected that too. Um, six darts
0: come screaming out. They hit instantly no matter what. Dealing uh, 13 plus six, so dealing 19 damage. Nice. And that brings us now to the legendary action of this crystalline head. Um, seeing Colby, it is going to whip around and smash down at Colby. Oh, my gosh. Hitting Colby with a 27 to hit, dealing... Nine damage. Colby is looking rough. Oh, because he took the breath weapon the first round, didn't he? Yeah, but he saved. He only took half of it. Holy cow. 52 damage from that breath weapon. Okay. Nari, you are down. I need you to make a death saving throw.
2: I rolled a five.
0: A five. Oh, no. That is a one in the negative column. Okay. How about a legendary action against you, Abby? A swipe comes down at you for... Does a 14 hit you? It does not. Hallelujah. Okay. Actually, it'd be a 15, but that still doesn't hit
3: you, I don't think. Yeah, that still won't do it. Ebby, it is your turn. Am I able to run away from this thing, or is it going to draw an opportunity? It will probably draw an opportunity attack, yes. It'll sticks. Okay. Well, I will just hang tight right there um, with my action I'm actually going to use a level man I've burned a bunch of spell slots let's just do for now a first level spell slot and cast Erdos's word on Nari okay and heal her for six and then everybody gets the additional eight from the unicorn yeah and then with my bonus action Dardriel's eye is going to fly across the room and smack into the head thing again eight fire damage man i I keep rolling garbage on that well it rolled a six uh on its roll for its
0: dexterity save which is a failure but it's going to burn another legendary resistance and save and only take three fire damage and just a heads up colbury is just out of the radius of the unicorn so he does not
3: get that healing yeah, no, I know it too. I wish I wish he weren't outside the radius. But yeah, anyway, that's that's all I've got. Okay. Um,
0: Ebby, you hear again Neam's voice in your head just just struggling, trying to add up and make the I This shouldn't be. We can we can fix this. We can we can stop this. We we can make this right. And then after Ebby's turn, the last legendary action is going to come swiping down again on Magister Colbry with a twenty-four to Oof. hit, dealing eleven damage. Oh my gosh, Magister Colbry looks
4: rough.
3: <laughs> oh, but he's still up, right? He is still up. Yeah, at a boy. <laughs> yes, he
0: is barely up um, but yeah he is still up Pine it is your turn he's all okay. Randy Marsh style like I didn't
3: hear no bell
0: <laughs>
1: <Whatever>. <laughs> Um, I have a question about this is uh, Darville's eye does it have like a if I get too close to it am I going to get hurt uh,
3: yeah five foot radius okay so let's see if I can even get to this guy
1: well
0: you're, you only get hurt when it flares up on your turn Okay, well, that's okay because
1: I'm I'm still going to I can get with um, not within five feet of it. So I'm now going to rush up and I am going to with my bonus action as I rush up, I'm going to say enveloping shadow, rebuke and extol, dark blade strike. And then I'm going to go ahead and take some attacks with my officer saber. First one's a 15. Does that hit?
0: Paul, I I was waiting for you to say and adding 10 to it. um, No, that misses. Dang it.
1: Okay. Uh, and the next one's a nine, but it's a 19. (laughs) (laughs) That will hit the uh, it's going to do eight slashing damage plus another six psychic damage from my dark blade strike. It needs to make a DC 15 saving throw or be frightened of me.
0: D.C. 15. What's difficult? What's the what's the uh, I think it's wisdom. He, he rolled, it rolled a natural 17, so it is
1: good. OK, and then um, I'm also going to throw on. Let's see. I'm going to throw on a. Oh, I'm almost out of first level spells. Um, A level two. Swordmaster's Fury. So I'll say um, unleash with precision. Swordmaster's Fury and do two more strikes.
0: Eleven damage total. Okay, you can see as you're striking this thing and as, uh, you know, Dardriel's eyes kind of hitting it and people have been dealing some damage, you can see uh, that crystals are starting to fall off this face, this head. And as it like crumbles into the ground and then pops back up, it looks like crystals and things that normally would form like as hair or whatever are missing. And so you're definitely dealing some damage to this creature. I believe it's done with its legendary actions for this round. So we are back to Joff. And following Jaf, we have a layer action followed by
4: the crystal head's turn itself. <sighs> all right, Jaf is gonna sprint across the room. The crystal has made it all the way across this big room. Yeah, as far from you as it could get. <laughs> yeah, as far from me as it could get. So Jaf is gonna run about thirty feet up, crosses about half the distance of the room, and as he's running, he's gonna pull out his chakram and throw. Got a twelve to hit. That's a miss. And I will try and throw it again for a 16 to hit. That barely hits. This for seven psychic and nine precision. So uh, 16 total. Okay. All right. And is that your whole turn? Yeah, that's my whole turn. Okay. We are
0: going to go back to layer actions and it needs, okay, we'll, we'll do one, two, three, four, five this time. Ebby needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Difficulty, 15. Okie dokie.
3: Here we go. Ebby rolled a 22.
0: You were the wrong person to have that happen to. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, that, the crystals start to like uh, flash and, and pulse and trying to, um, trying to charm you. It, you. You manage to uh, shake away from, uh, from gazing at the flashing lights and the strobing effect. Ha <laughs> nice try, sexy glass lady. <laughs> <laughs>
3: she kind of stops and goes, oh, sexy? You th- you think I'm sexy? Well, I mean, you know, if things had been a little bit different, you know, who knows what might have happened.
2: That's exactly how we should have tried to solve this situation, you guys.
1: Hey, 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 Crystal Lady, have you met my friend Abby? <laughs> he's-
2: We've got a handsome Squidward around here, too, if he's not your type. <laughs>
0: Well, so, um, crystal, sexy crystal lady um, tries to get a breath weapon back, and it does not work. She rolled a four. But here is what is going to happen. There are now three attacks that this creature is going to make. Slam, slam, and then a headbutt. So, slam against Colby. Oh, no. Is a 15 with... Mage armor, it's still enough, and let's oh. just see how much damage for fun. That is an 8, That's eight damage. Colby falls down unconscious. Oh. Okay, the next attack is coming. This next slam is coming at either Ebby or Pine. Ebby, a slam attack is coming your way for
3: 22. I'm going to quickly use my last protective wings thing so green ethereal wings spring out and cover up ebby protectively and it gives me plus three to my ac so i have a 23 ac for it to miss oh my gosh oh nice
0: well pine the crystal creature looks at you and comes slamming down with its butt head headbutt Ooh. oh my gosh come on for 14 <laughs> This thing has a plus nine to hit. I cannot roll higher than like a five or a six. I swear.
1: Well, in, but in all fairness, it does have a breath weapon, and it has yes, it, it has, has made it has me rule friend. and attack my friend. So yes, 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 it yes it can do that.
0: Well, okay, so it misses you with the headbutt, but now all of its legendary actions are back and Magister Colbury is down and dying. And it is Magister Colbury's turn to make a death saving throw with a 13. That is a one in the positive column. Let me make a note of that. Let's go uh, on to next layer action or legendary action after Colbury's turn. It is going to... Instead, it is going to burn all three of them and there is a one, I think anybody is fair game. Let's see who it's going for. All right, Joff. <sighs> Wrong person to have this come towards, but the dice, <laughs> the dice make their roll. I need you to make a DC17 dexterity saving throw as the crystals around this head kind of they shoot like energy towards each other to a central point and then it comes
4: blasting out at you, straight at you, screaming across the room. Oh, no, I'm too far away from Mr. Pine. I got a 14. All right. For this dexterity saving throw, you are very lucky that you get to take half damage
0: because <laughs> here comes 9d6. Oof. That is 37 damage that is halved to,
4: um, I think, 18. Ouch. I'm still standing, though. Okay,
0: and that was all the legendary actions for this round. Okay, Nari, you are up. You are a good distance away, but you can probably reach this crystal head um, in one go.
2: Okay, so the first thing I'm going to do is use my second wind to regain just a little bit of HP. And then I am going to run towards the crystal head, and I'll kind of, while I'm running, shout at Ebi and say... Maybe you should take the shield down to the actual engine and see if we can shut it off down there. I don't know if that's actually a good idea, but and then I'll I'll strike out with my axe for a twenty-four to hit. That'll hit. Fourteen damage and a twenty to hit. That'll hit for seventeen damage.
0: How are you hitting so hard? Holy cow!
2: I'm scared. <laughs> I'm fighting for my life down here.
3: Fear is a hell of a thing right now, you know. <laughs> oh my gosh, this
0: crystal—you just keep taking pieces and chunks off of this crystalline head. Okay,
3: yeah, nice round, Ebby, It is your turn. Well, here's what I'm going to do. Uh, first things first. Uh, I guess let's let's handle the Dardriel's eye thing and okay. have the head roll its DC 16 deck save. This is the third time in a row I've rolled a
0: six on the die for the uh, deck save, so that is a seven for its save. It will burn a legendary resistance, its last one, and take half damage.
3: Okay, please be not crappy damage. <sighs> Ten fire damage, so half to five. Okay, um, hearing what Nari said now for Ebi's turn, I'm going to go ahead and start moving that way um okay so i'm going to i know i'm going to probably draw the opportunity attack but let's go ahead and move me down so i'm gonna just head straight down that way Um, okay does a 22 hit you no your ac is 23 now right uh only for that moment i think it it was just oh for that moment when when i used the wings it's bonus just against that attack Okay, well,
0: as you leave its threat, you get smacked with this crystalline fist for 11 damage.
3: Okay. (laughs) And then I'm going to, while I'm running, I'm going to use my bonus action or my action, I guess, technically, whatever it is. I'm going to cast another level one Erdos's word. This time I'm going to cast it on Colbury to try and get him back up and in the fight. Okay. Now, fortunately, the aura says whenever I cast a healing spell on anybody inside or outside the aura, the healing still goes into effect. So we will all still get healed, but Colby will be healed for seven. Okay. Um, and actually, you know, since that was that's technically a bonus action spell, I'm going to use my action to dash and to just keep going. Okay. Because I guess why not? Yeah. Yeah. Ebby is running away, guys. Gonna
1: <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Get the heck out of every man
3: for themselves. The face is going to appear down there, and we're all going to be way up, way up the <laughs> other side of the room with no way to help you. <laughs> all right, and uh, that is that is my turn.
0: Okay. Pine, it is your turn.
1: It is my turn. Okay. Um. Oh, Ebby, uh, you need to make a concentration check for your guardrails eye. Oh, yes, that's right. How long does
3: Darjo's eye last? Uh, I think it's one minute. Let me check, though. I rolled a 10. Does that mean I make it right on a 10? Uh, Right on a 10 means you made it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Yeah, it's one minute for the spell effect. Nice.
1: Okay. Pine. Yep. Pine is going to stay right here, um, and I'm going to take some attacks against this. uh, What what do we call her? Sexy Crystal Lady? <laughs> that's what we're calling her now all right first attack is a 23 to hit that will hit for 13 damage unleash with precision Swordmaster's fury another 10 damage on top of that pine
4: <gasps>
0: pine you strike out with your sword and as you cut into the crystal of this face you open a big gash in the crystal like right from like its cheekbone up across the bridge of its nose and up over its eye on the opposite side and then you come back with two quick and you cleave the face into four pieces as the face falls apart and light kind of stops emanating from this crystal you all hear the voice say it doesn't matter i will be back and more powerful, as I continue to grow.
2: Yeah, you guys. I think we got to turn off this engine.
0: Yeah. And cue victory music.
1: Yeah. So, um, as soon as as soon as the victory music stops, um, Pine <laughs> would say. Nari, I am so, so sorry. Those flashing <laughs> crystals on the floor were just so, they were hypnotic.
2: Honestly, totally understand. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling great. Abby healed me up and I'm, well, not great, but okay.
1: Everybody gather
3: into the, uni- into the unicorn aura for a moment. That's you too, Colbry. Colby moves over as well. All right, and then I'm going to cast... On Colby, I'll do a, my last level one Erdos's word on him. Okay. And heal him for six, and then we all get the, the extra eight. Wow. Yeah, so just like that, he is back up to uh, over half hit points. And then I'm going to use my last second level spell slot and cast Cure Wounds on myself, because I was hurting from that first breath attack heal myself for 14. And then again, everybody gets another eight. As you are kind of doing this healing,
0: you can see on the walls and on the ceiling, crystals start to pop and pop and break and pop, like almost like um, Christmas lights. I don't know why I think of that, like from um, Home Alone when like they're stomping on the Christmas ornaments and they're popping underneath their feet. They're bare feet. Yeah, they're bare feet. Yeah. Ouch. Kevin McAllister was a psychopath. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> call the cops give me a break <laughs> i mean
1: nothing else is sadist <laughs>
0: yeah there you go <laughs> as uh as they're popping and cracking and kind of light is leaving this room you can see to the south there were those huge crystal clusters that were kind of blocking the way to the actual crystal engine um you see that they dim and pop and crack and break and that electrical energy that was down there that was kind of I mean, you never went down far enough to, f- to realize this, but it was kind of keeping you at bay. You, it would have been um, impossible to get to the machine. It dims and stops. And as you are standing there with all this healing and you hear this popping and cracking, suddenly from up above, you hear this big, loud crack.
2: Guys, we have to turn this off.
0: You hear,
1: finally! Finally!
0: And then you can hear the sounds of battle
1: up above. Do we, do we turn it off? Do we turn it back on? Uh, do we do a hard, like, again, Ebby do you have any idea how to use this shield? And
4: I will run up to the machine with Ebby
2: Yeah, if Nari
4: will
2: run down towards the, as far as she can go.
4: As they're running down, Joff will say, I'm going to go check on... What's happening upstairs? Squire can relay messages between us and I will run up the stairs.
0: Okay. All right. <laughs> awesome. Okay. So as Ebby uh, and Pine and Nari run down past these broken crystals and up to the crystal engine, uh, Magister Cobra is going to follow as well. Uh, he is very interested more in this than in what's going on upstairs and Joff, you run up the stairs to see what's going on on the level above. Who would like to go first? Which story shall we
1: follow at this moment? Honestly, it's been nice knowing Joff.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, really, man. I feel like those two gods could have kept each other busy for a couple minutes.
0: Ebby and Pine and Nari, you and Magister Colbury get down to this gigantic contraption as you get closer you can see that it fills this room from floor to ceiling and it looks like it continues on either up or down or to the sides it looks like this must be massive like you're only seeing a small portion of this machine
1: i will say uh remember last session how i was saying i thought it'd be more like metal not like crystal this is exactly what i thought it would be (laughs) <laughs> this
0: this is the crystal engine as you approach ebi you hear neem in your head frantically saying no we can fix this we
3: i know we can fix this you better tell me now because we don't have much more time who are you talking to neem feels like he can fix this you don't get a response.
0: You don't feel like Neam is actually talking to you.
1: I think we have to shut this down.
2: Yeah, I don't think Neum knew how to fix it.
1: If he's, if he's having problems with equations, I was helping my child with their algebra, and the slope-intercept formula is y equals mx plus b. Brilliant. Neam, will that help you?
3: <laughs> I think I've solved it. <laughs> That's it. Uh, yeah, no, I think I, I think we just shut this thing down. Uh, whether whether it can be saved or fixed another time, so be it. We can go. We can cross that bridge when it comes. But we can't have that crystalline beast come back to fight us.
0: That's true. Well, here's here's what I, I will tell you. As you are talking, having this conversation, you actually you can almost picture Neum shaking his head head in hands it's like shaking his head back and forth saying
3: if we turn it off it
0: can't be turned
3: back on you know i don't know that i'm gonna say that to everybody else i don't know that i'm gonna let them know that if we do that then it's kind of like there is no hope of re-engaging the machine
0: As you look at this crystal engine, you can see in front of you, there is this kind of, um, it's all full of like buttons and everything and knobs and and wheels and levers. And you can see there is a very simple, like a door with a little handle on it at the top that you can grab onto and pull down and open this door.
1: Like a pizza oven? (laughs) Dang it! You got it. <laughs> yes. oh,
0: no. I gotta give the people what they want. It's the crystal pizza shield. The door <laughs> to the failsafe is a. is looks like the door to an oven. Yes. Quickly, that oven-shaped door there. You gotta make sure it's preheated first. <laughs> As you open the door, you can see inside. There is like this glowing kind of blue pulsing energy. Not like the crystal energy out here, but just kind of like an actual, just more like a. I just like the thrum of, of power and electricity. Colbury is watching.
3: All right. I mean, I think we pull the haversack out and root around in it and start getting the disc out. When Colbury sees the disc, he
0: takes a step towards you, puts his hand on your shoulder, Ebby, and he says, Is this the only way?
3: Unless you have a better idea. I, I can't see any other option at this point to prevent that other creature from becoming overly powerful is the end of the world no matter what he takes his hand off your shoulder
0: and slowly nods he's right though there's gotta be another way (sighs) evie's got the pizza shield and the pizza door is open
2: let's bake this baby
0: (laughs) joff you run upstairs And as you climb the stairs, you can hear the sounds of battle, the almost like, not explosions, but just like the crack of power, the clang of swords. And as you get to the top of the stairs and you look down the hall, back into the room, you can see that that room that had that crystalline wall that had trapped Laramie in it, you can see it's gone. It's shattered to pieces. There is crystal pieces all over the floor. And you see, Standing there with his back to you, a massive 12 foot tall figure, blue skin, like a blue, almost like turquoisey type of skin, rippling muscles, the left arm gone at the shoulder. You see six wings outstretched, white and just a little bit of gray at the tips, except for where they are splashed with blood, red, bright red. You can see in its right hand is a sword. You can also see sticking back out of its back are the blades of two dark red swords. So dark, they are almost black. And laying on the ground at its feet, you see Laramie, the Lord of Swords, dead. Oh no.
2: God damn, that overconfident bastard.
0: Back down to the bottom. Crystal engine. Ebi with the shield. Colby giving his assent. Nari saying, bake this bitch or whatever you said.
1: <laughs> I, think, I think she said baby. It wasn't quite so sexist. Yeah.
0: <laughs> At this point, it is all up to you, Jordan. What does Ebi do? I shouldn't say that. You guys can still talk. You haven't done anything. but. The power rests in your hands. You can almost feel this disk, which has been inert the whole time you've known. It's just been this disk with crystal. You can almost feel it thrumming in your hands as it responds to the crystal engine here in front of you.
3: Neon, if I use this, is it possible to restart the machine with it right now instead of shutting it down completely? Like a reboot.
0: What you hear is...
3: Failsafe. I was wrong. (sighs) I think we have to do this. I don't know what else to do.
1: You're the avatar of Lord Moshe. You act for the god of nature, so I trust your opinion. Then we'll let nature have
3: its way, and hopefully we're strong enough to see what happens next. I'll go ahead and throw it in. Oh, gosh.
0: You set the timer to uh, 13 minutes, set the temperature to 425. You put this disc in to the slot.
1: (laughs) You got to go 10 minutes, then pop the bubbles.
0: (laughs) Seriously, though. (laughs) As you start to place this crystalline disc, this failsafe, this key into the slot, you feel the power in this disc as the slot almost sucks it out of your hands (laughs) into place. And as you shut the door, you can feel this thrum and pulsing and just this electrical energy pulsing all through this room. You can, you can just get the sense from standing here next to this small portion of the engine. You can almost feel the extent of power as it races. I mean, we're talking miles deep into the earth and out It is a massive undertaking that this crystal engine was. And you have just turned it off. As the power in here dies down, the crystals that are still attached to the walls and the ceiling that have not popped suddenly lose their luster. They go dull. They're still colored. Uh, You can tell the power that was in them innately is now gone. In game terms, what that means crystals that are still attached to Pavantis no longer have magical energy associated with them. Crystals that have already been harvested and taken from Pavantis still retain their power. Okay, so like airships aren't falling from the sky right now. And Ebby, whatever's powering him, has not turned off. Okay, I was about to say, I'm like, did I just die? (laughs) (laughs) The ability to harvest new crystal is gone from Pavantis forever.
4: We're all
3: rich now, guys. Yeah, the value of crystal
0: just skyrocketed.
2: (laughs) I was literally just about to say, control the supply, control the masses.
0: Um. We're going to have like water wars, except for it's for crystals. As the crystal engine shuts down, you feel beneath your feet shaking. You can almost hear cracking and breaking. Joff, up above, on the next floor up, you see this angel Standing there, these two swords stuck through his gut as he turns to look at you. And from the front, you can see the hilts of these swords stuck, one uh, on the left and one on the right, right underneath his ribcage. And he turns and looks at you with half of his face cut off, the left half of his face that is still there looks
4: surprisingly familiar. Do I recognize it enough to know who? Make an insight check. I want Joff to know what I know. <laughs> Joff got a 20. So the face looks like a younger, definitely
0: more chiseled and beautiful Ramsay. But the right half of the face has been Almost the skin has been cut off and is hanging limp and bleeding. You can see skull underneath, but the left half of the face doesn't seem too concerned. As it looks at you and points a finger with its right hand, you sense power growing in this being until the earth starts to shake this being irameal who you once knew as Ramsey, looks up at the ceiling all around and then squints at you and vanishes. This facility starts to shake and quake and crack, and you guys are still inside. Oh, no. So, Joff, you're at the top of the stairs The before um, Colbri and the other three of Nari and the boys are down below. Um, everyone can feel that things are getting very, very unstable.
2: I think this might be our, our cue to leave, boys.
1: Yep, let's get out of here. Pine will open the uh, pizza oven door and see if he can get the, the, the failsafe out just to have it. The You try to
0: open the door and the door has actually fused. It's like fused and it will not open. Um, You sense that any power in it is gone. And um, yeah, that's uh, kind of what's going on.
2: You guys, I feel really guilty that we completely destroyed like an entire economy. And I feel like we did kind of do the right thing. But I I feel like there's some repercussions that...
3: Oh yeah, like I felt like we had no other choice. But I'm like, I don't know that it was the right choice. But I don't know that we had any other choice.
0: Yeah, I don't think there were any other choices. Oh, um, it, we're not done yet. The economy is the least of your worries at this point. Oh, oh wow, <laughs> I'm going to kind of um, cinematize this next portion if you guys are cool with that.
4: Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, the one okay. thing Joff would want to do is um, look for anything on the Lord there to see if (laughs) I was going to say, you see, you see five long swords. I will pick up two of them. Okay. All right. You have two of Laramie's long swords. I will have squire send a message down to those, uh, down to the rest of the crew and say, we got to get moving. I'm running, I'm running out of here right now. All right, as the rest of you get up back into the hallway,
0: you can see that the crystal wall that was holding Laramie and the dead body of Balbarel, as well as Iramil, the angel of inevitability, has been destroyed. You can see the dead body of Laramie on the ground. You can also now fully see this, uh, this 12-foot shield laying there. Um, as you uh, come back into this main room, you can see that now that the crystal wall has disappeared, you can see that it was actually blocking another doorway on the western wall. And um, as things start to shake, you can see that, like, the roof is starting to cave in. You realize that going back the way that you came is impossible. As you run, you decide to try this door to the west.
1: As we pass by, as we pass by the dead body of, of Laramie, um, Pine will say, Better leave those swords there. Remember, he's infernal. And I'm, I'm guessing they're all cursed. Oh,
2: that's a good idea. Good point.
1: That's no fun. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Joff, 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 you have two
0: swords of Laramie.
1: Yep. Yep. Nari, you're pretty tall. Do you think you could use that shield? (laughs) You're going to
2: get uh i would definitely grab the shield if it's something we can it's 12 feet tall <laughs> well it's 12 feet long never mind it's no. 12
0: feet tall it is it is incredibly heavy it's got to be it, i mean trying to lift it, it's like 700 800 pounds <laughs> it's massive it this is balabarel this is her body as you run past the body of laramie and pine as you say that joff kind of i'm imagining nods but does not drop the swords yep Whether you want to or not, Scott, Joff does not drop the swords. Um, You run through the doorway on the western wall and you see this small little shrine that is to Lord Moshe. It's obviously it's to Lord Moshe. The grass and greenery that they had been planted in here in these little pots and things continued to, well, I guess it didn't continue to grow. It just was put in stasis by that crystal wall. And now that it has broken, you can see that there was this shrine to Lord Moshe. And on the far wall of this room, there is a doorway. And the doorway is, um, it's got those same sliding doors and they are slightly ajar. As you realize this is your last hope to get out of here, you slide the doors open and you can see that there is a a hallway stretching off to the west. And at the far end, you can see double doors. Um, as you guys are running through this hall to get to the back, to get to these uh, double doors at the end of the
1: hallway. As we pass the shrine to Lord Moshe, I, I don't know, maybe might want to say something too, but, but uh, Pine will do the menoree salute and say, Lord Moshe, forgive us. We were, it was a, an impossible choice. We had to make one. And then he'll continue on down the hall. A quick question, I guess, for you, Paul. What does
3: Moshe look like at this shrine? I don't know that we've ever seen much of a depiction of him.
0: You saw the wooden one, um, the wood one in um, the Tallheart Village, um, and it was very well carved. But it was also carved with like swirls and like kind of like uh, patterns and things. So it was more of an abstract um, carving of of Lord Moshe. This depiction of Lord Moshe looks like a man. Looks like a man, a slender man. You can see long hair is depicted with um like a laurel crown on its head you can see it like ivy is depicted as growing up its cape up up his uh robe um you can see that it has depicted very long ears like um like anime elf ears not like dnd elf ears but like anime elf ears you can see that in one hand it has a staff and in the other hand it has a um like a little dirt clod with like a one single leaf growing out of it all in, all, in like marble um but it looks like it, that he's depicted as like basically like an, an elf or like an uh, i guess a ladrin or something like that some kind of fey creature got it okay cool as you run down the final hallway to these other double doors you throw them open and in front of you any guesses what you see is it the falcon
1: <laughs> oh no,
0: is it is it is it uh, daryl's airship as you throw open the doors you can see that there is this strange airship this I, I mean it must be an airship it's it's a it looks like a boat um it's got these kind of like wings coming off of it you can see there's some kind of crystal contraption on the back um it looks like it's in good repair there is a ramp leading up to the deck how many of you have been on an airship before? Pine definitely has. Joff has been on an airship.
2: Nari no, has not.
0: Definitely not Abby either. As you mount up onto this airship, Colby is following you, of course. Um, there is uh, at the helm, which is like a typical ship is kind of up on the back. Um, there is cabins underneath. Uh, somebody goes and takes the helm. Who will that be? Pine. I think that Pine has the most good uh, experience with airships. I think Joff's experience with an airship was it blew up underneath him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Pine Pine does have proficiency with land vehicles. I think that's the closest skill we're going to get because I don't think anybody has sea vehicles, do I, they? I think that that will be just fine for this. Okay. As you look at these controls, um, it looks fairly similar to ones that you haven't necessarily flown an airship but you've seen them being flown as you've ridden from you know one battlefield to the next or whatever Um, and you feel like it will be a pretty easy thing to get this airship going and as you throw the switch suddenly our vision of what's going on is high up above the glass mountains and Pavantis is shaking, shaking like crazy. You can see um, in far off cities and towns, buildings are crumbling or um, shingles are falling off roofs. People are falling down to the ground. In places along the coast, you can see tidal waves and tsunamis are hitting coastlines, destroying fishing villages, laying waste to the coast as our vision goes to some of these massive cities that have been built right along the coast you can see them being swallowed up under the water as it looks as if the continental mass of pavantis begins to sink and high up in the glass mountains we see a portion of one of the hillsides collapse and flying out of there like a bat out of hell, we see this ancient airship with Nari, the boys, and Magister Colbury as they fly up into the sky to escape all of this carnage happening around them. And the last thing we see is that the screen goes black and it says, end of disc one. Please insert disc two. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we are going to stop
1: for tonight. Wow. Oh. Guys, I think we f***ed <laughs> up.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> guys, here's the deal. Can I tell you guys something? Yeah. In classic Super Nintendo fashion, when I created Pavantus... I created the ruined world of Pavantis as well. Oh, man. (laughs) Knowing that this was a very real possibility from the get-go.
2: I feel so guilty.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, seriously. At least the airship made it out in one piece. It didn't break in half, and then we have to re- you know, meet our party again.
0: <laughs> so, oh, that's true. That's true. Okay. So here is what is happening. The world has changed. You guys have you guys have defeated this sentient crystal. Basically, I like to think of it as like that the, like, you know, the, the trees in Oregon or is it the trees in Oregon? There's like, there's like an Aspen Grove. That's all like interconnected or like, there's this Utah
2: that's in, uh, yeah. Colorado, Utah.
0: Oh yeah. Colorado. But then there's the spores in Oregon, um, that are like this network of like, um, one continuous organism. You guys have just fought the crystal organism that had taken over the entire continent, the entire world of Pavantis. And it was only going to grow stronger. I don't think you guys made the wrong choice. It was not the only choice, but I don't think it was the wrong choice. So at this point, things are changed. So when we get together next time, we'll see just how different things are after a little break because we have got a random save game that has to come up here as well as maybe a holiday thing as well.
2: <laughs> so
0: until next time, we hope you have a great time.